Terrific. We are holding the middle of Perik Zion. So now that we've been discussing exactly what the Shemos are and what they are not, so what we did was we started to bring a contradiction in Medrash, where it says in the beginning we talk about, you know, that whoever calls to Hashem has to call to him and not to Midaisav. And then we said, whoever wants to be Medavik in him, how can you be Medavik in the Shechina? Right, it's impossible. You have to be midabik dafka, right, in uh, to his midos. And we said, how could this be? You know, right? we're saying contradictory things. And then we said that dafka, you have to call to him, to the abishter himself. But he says, wait a minute. But uh, you know, you're, you're going back and forth here. <clears throat> so basically, we, we came to an answer. The answer was that when it says shmoisav, that when you call out to his name, right, it doesn't mean midoisav. In other words, when you say Shem Kale, when you say the name Kale, it refers to God. It doesn't refer to Svira of Chesed of Atzilus. It refers to the way Atmos Mahus is mislabish in the Midah of Chesed of Atzilus, and then it's interfacing down into this world. That's the concept, right? Or if you say Shem Elokim, it doesn't mean Gvura. It doesn't mean the Svira of Gvura. And like he says over here, Chas V'Shalom, Chas V'Chalila, to think that you would even dive into Gvura, right, or daven to Chesed, or daven to anything else except for God Himself. So then we came up with the question: So what? What is this whole business of Mechavin? Because the Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yair, the great Tana, the father-in-law of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, says the reason why the Yidden are not being answered is because they don't know how to Mechavin B'Shem. When they daven, when they're not answered, it means they're not Mechavin B'Shem. So we said, wait a minute. We just said you can't be Mechavin in anything else except for God Himself. So why are you saying that we're not being answered because we're not being mechavim b'shem? So we came up with an answer, and we say you're right because when we say the shame, it means God, <clears throat> but it does mean, as we showed yesterday, that there are different avenues with which God comes down into this world to, to give over hashba. So we started with the idea of the idea of the bracha of ata chaynin la adam das, right? which means it's one of the brachas in the Shemona Esrei. And over there we talk about the concept of that that is the level of Chachmah. We're asking Hashem to fill us with Chachmah. So we said that what a person should do is when he gets to the Yud Kei when he gets to the Shem of God, right? So we, I showed you yesterday in the Siddur that it has underneath it, it has the, a patach. Patach means a horizontal line. That's the, the vowel, right? And patach refers to chachmah. Why? Because patach is the idea of opening. And like chachmah is the opening of the doorways, the beginning of everything. So therefore, when you're mechavin, right, when you have in mind, baruch Hashem, hadas, you have in mind, the, the mekubalim have in mind the, the idea of being a nekuda of patach. Right, and I showed you in the Siddur Imdach yesterday how each one of the shames of the Yud Kevavke name throughout the whole Shmona Esrei is a different Nikuda. right? And that indicates what is the exact uh, sphera that we're looking for Hashem to become invested in in that particular place. Okay, so we're on the bottom of Kuf Yud Zayin, right? So let's um, let's just read through that very quickly again. That part, and let's go weiter. Go from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines 
from the bottom of the page, after the parentheses. I'm going to go through this very quickly, this part, because we did it yesterday. What does it mean? Now we can understand that the Medrash says that you have to be mechavin. You have to have in mind the shemos. What does it mean? Like for example, with the bracha of atachonim, lechavin shem havaya benikud patach, that a person has in mind the nikuda of patach under the yud kevavke. Shehu bechachma that that's chachma ki patach lashem pesichoi. Because patach is from the same lashon of pesicho to open up begilui and to reveal. Chachma is the beginning of the revelation. Right? When a person, right, all of a sudden gets an idea in his mind. So all of a sudden that idea is the union of Chachma. Chachma comes into his mind. Right? He, ha- he doesn't really have it yet, but it comes into his mind. It's starting the process. Don't make the mistake to think that this is calling out to his midos. It's not calling out to his midos at all. Right? In other words, we're not asking, we're not davening to Chachma Vatzilis. Chas v'shalom. That's not Bechlal what we have in mind. What we have in mind is Hashem. Rak mamish. To Hashem Himself. nikra avaya patach. That that's the shame avaya with the nikud. Again, when I say nikud here, it means from the vowel. Vowel, right? The vowel sign of, of patach. That what's the idea? We're asking Hashem to send down Chachma into all the worlds, starting with Atzilus, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. That's what we want. That's what we're looking for. Yeah? Yeah? So how could this be? So we have to understand how could you possibly ask Hashem to come into the world in, and give the world Chachma? Hashem is Einsof. He's infinite. So how is the info, infinite, the Einsof, going to interface down here with me? Or with all the other Brias, with all the other creations? It's impossible. It would be impossible for that to happen. Shah Einsof has to be mislabish ba Right? So what do we need? We're looking for Hashem to dafka be mislabish himself, which means to limit himself, which means tzimtzum himself, into this particular, into this particular sphere, namely the sphere of Chachma Vatzilus. That's what we're looking for. And then it goes down, step by step. goes down from Atzilus, to Bria, Bria, to Yitzira, Yitzira, to Ea, going to Gan Eden, Gan Ena Elyon, Gan Ena Tachton, until finally comes into my brain. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm asking Hashem for. When I'm davening Shemona Esri, I'm specifically asking Hashem to come down into this world and manifest and give an Ahashpa of energy into me, into whatever it is that I'm looking for. So the words that we say in the Shemona Esri actually mean something. And we're asking very specific things. And when we ask for those things, what he's saying here is that when a person's mechabin, the mekubalim, they're mechabin b'shem. And like I told you yesterday, the great mekubalim will daven shmon esrei for an hour, two hours, three hours. Shachar shmon esrei. They'll spend, because why? Because they are actually going there. They're taking the trip 
we're reading through the words, hopefully we're stopping for a second to actually think a little bit what the meaning of the words are. That's what we're hoping for. They are actually being mechavin to bring down the energy through these different places. However, don't make the mistake to think that it's the that that svira is the thing. Like I told you yesterday, when we see a house, we do not say, "Oh, look at that house which the Milwaukee drill uh, built," or the Black and Decker axe, or whatever it is. No one, no one says that. They say, "Oh." Look at that, right? Shalom built the house. No one's thinking that Shalom built the house, right, with his hands or with his teeth. He didn't build the house with his hands or his teeth. He didn't do it with his mind either. He had a a picture in his mind, but then he has to go to uh, Home Depot. And when he goes to Home Depot, he has to buy this tool and this tool and this tool. And then with those tools, he's able to make a house. But no one's going to say, oh, the tools made the house. The tools didn't make the house. Shalom made the house. The same thing here. What we're saying is like this. No one is davening to the tool. We're davening to the Abishter. But we want the Abishter to interface with us in a certain manner. In this case, Chachma. So we're asking Hashem that He should bring Himself down, He should lower Himself down to a specific Kaili, which is called Chachma, to a specific tool called Chachma. And through that tool, he will hopefully give me Chachma. And this long step-by-step process that it finally gets down to little old me. Yeah, you got it? It's just like an axe in the hands of the chopper. Next page. And when it does actually come down, then we call him a wise person. What is he wise with? He's wise with Chachmah. So that's what it means when we say that the Shem Havaya is Dafka having the vowel of Patach under it. Right? Now, but on the other hand, when we see that we have the shame Havaya with the Patach, no one is thinking at that moment, Chesed of Everyone is thinking God. They're thinking God, however, the way He's manifested through Chesed of But that's the key point. It's not Midoisav, it's Hashem. Hashem, the way he is using the Kli of Chesed, excuse me, the Kli of Chachma, in order to come down into this world. Like what? Yes, it's still Hashem. Right, like the example that we gave before. Remember the example of the Ramak, Ramosha Cordovero. Right, if you have a glass that is red and you pour water into it, the water remains the same water. Right? You look at the water, you see red water. But is that really red water? It's not really red water. It's, it's clear water. It's just that from the perspective of looking through the glass, you're seeing it as red water. It's so clear, however, that you could take that same glass of red water and pour it into a green glass, and now it looks like green water. But the water didn't change. Nothing happened to the water. The water is exactly the same as it was before, 
before it went into the glasses when it was in the faucet, and after it went into one glass, and after it went into the second glass. It's the same water. But now it looks red, and now it looks green, and now it doesn't look like any color before it started. Weiter. Right? So the Kavana is when it's Malubish in the Kli of Chachma, so that it should be Daika, it should be specifically Mashpia this Inyan. What? To like express. Right? That's in this particular Bracha. But let's say that instead you decided that what you're going to do is you're saying the bracha atach And instead of having mechavin the patach underneath, you are mechavin a segel. Segel are the three dots, right? The three dots, uh, one, two, three, eh, the eh sound, right? So that is that is something else, right? Because what's the segel stand for? Segel stands for chesed. So now what are you doing? So now you're in confusion. Because that is the way Hashem is in clothing himself in chesed. Right? There's no way for his bakasha, for his request to come out. Because through this kli, right, how is Hashem going to be able to be mashpia chachma? Vahagam, even though should be yada or ain't so, but malubish bechesed, lis labish bechachma, lashpia lizeh. Even though it's true that he could be doing it. In other words, like this: Let's say that you have a person who is a plumber and an electrician, and you call him over, and you call him, you need him to come and do uh, fix your the sink. But when he gets, and so he has to bring certain tools, right? There are certain tools that plumbers have. But when he gets to your house, you say, oh, well, I made a mistake. Uh, can you fix the light, uh, you know, in the dining room? I don't have the tools. What do you mean? The tools that I brought were the tools for plumbing. Now, is he a plumber and also electrician? Yeah, he could do both. But he can't use his plumbing tools in order to do dining room work with the electricity. Can't do it. You're going to use a big wrench on the light switch. Uh, you're not going to get anywhere. It's very nice. He has the knowledge. He could do it. He's an electrician too. But the bottom line is, is that he is having the, right now the tools of a plumber. Now, having said that, we know there are very many stories. For example, the story of Rabbi Hanina Bendosa and his daughter. Right? What's the story of Rabbi Hanina Bendosa and his daughter? Oh, very good. She started crying after she lit candles on Friday night. And, she's, and he said to his daughter, why are you crying? He said, because he lit, right? He lit, she lit her, her Shabbos candles with, instead of putting oil in the jar, whatever, she put vinegar. So he said, oh, don't worry. The one who is able to make oil burn is also able to make vinegar burn. So, yes, it is a possibility that Hashem has. But most of the week, He's not lighting vinegar. He's lighting oil. There's a reason for that. 
Because there's a way that the world was made that oil burns and vinegar does not burn. Is it possible that he, he can... Of course it's possible. Hashem can do whatever he wants. Hashem can do whatever he wants. But there's a normal way of doing things and a non-normal way of doing things. And Hashem, generally speaking, treats the world in a normal way, according to nature, according to what is the norm. So therefore, is it possible? Yes, it's possible. But is that something that we usually do? No, not, it's not something that we usually do. It's not the normal. It's not the normalcy. And that's what he says here. So we take a look a little bit. Is it possible? However, with the hand of Hashem, which is Malubish and Chesed, it could be Mislabish and Chachma, Lahashbiya, Lezeh. You could do it. However, for this, you need a huge schus. You need a huge uh, merit to be able to change nature. However, when you're calling on him to so then that's a normal way of doing things. That's the way, that's the way it's, it's, it's the, the usual way. And obviously the pathway is going to be much more kal, much more simple, much more straightforward. For example, he gives a different mashal. The mashal of a king here. So you go over to the king and you ask him something. So let's say you ask the king. He has, uh, whatever, $100 bills in his hand. You say, you know, King, please uh, give me a $100 bill, one of the $100 bills. He has, uh, you know, 100 in his hand. $100, $100 bills, right? So when it's in his hand, who poil bakal yoiser? It's very simple for him to give it to you. He has it right in his hand. For example, you ask the king for an adava. You ask the king for a present. At the moment that the king is in his treasure house. And the gold and silver is sitting in front of him without any limit. It's just piled and piled and piled of coins and jewelry and everything like that right in front of him. So it comes, it comes out very easily, right? He'll be able to impact it, default, to affect this thing, to its occurrence, very simply. On the other hand, let's say that he's in the middle of a meeting with his minister of defense. And you knock on the door and you say, King, you know, can you give me a piece of gold right now? He's in the middle of a meeting with his minister of defense. They're talking about the enemy that's building on the borders. So, is it possible that he can give you that piece of gold? Yes, of course it's possible. But think in terms of our own minds what the scenario would look like. It would take a lot more from the king to go out of his way to go and find a piece of gold at this moment to give it to you. He's in the middle of a meeting. He's in the middle of talking to his minister of defense. They have to figure out how they're going to save the country. And you're asking him for a, for a coin? Now is not the time for the coin. However, when he's sitting in his treasure house and all the coins are sitting, hundreds of millions of coins are sitting in front of him and you say, can I have one coin? He's like, sure, take a coin, whatever you want. Happens all the time in, in human life also, right? We see this all the time, that you ask someone for something, you know, and he's right there. He's, you know, can you, uh, oh, you're in, you're in shop, right? Do you mind picking up a cucumber for me? Yeah, no problem. 
On the other hand, the guy is uh, driving to uh, driving to Crown Heights, and you ask him, you know, on your way, you know, on your way back from Crown Heights at one o'clock in the morning, can you stop by Shoprite? What? Is it possible for him to do it? Yeah, sure, it's possible. But he's tired and he's exhausted and he's been dancing in the chasana and he's driving back 10 guys and, and you're asking him, do me a favor, go out of your way and take the van and go pick me up something. It's, uh, what are you talking about? Come on, is it possible? Of course it's possible. Is it likely that he's going to... No, it's not likely. So that's what he says here. Even though it's true that also at that time it's capable, the king is capable to change himself from whatever he's involved in right now. And to give him a present from his uh, treasures. But now you're asking a great thing from him. You're asking him to stop what he's doing and go out of his way to go and find a, a coin for you. You're asking him to stop the van, take all ten guys and tell them, wait in the parking lot while I run inside to buy a cucumber for this bacher. Because he asked me to get you a cucumber. Come on. Uh, you need a cucumber so badly, you're going to ask them. You, you don't even want to ask at that moment. It's not normal. Right? They're driving home. They have a whole van full of people. It's so important you need that cucumber. You don't need whatever. You can't ask him for it. So the first thing, so what, what, so what happens? So if you tell the guy that's driving the van, you know what, I don't need a cucumber, but I need medicine that I push it need. That if I don't have this medicine, the person says that he's going to be so sick and whatever. Do me a favor, stop by the pharmacy, stop by the pharmacy on your way back. Okay, so now, uh, so now he has to think to himself, you know, this guy is really sick. He's been sick in bed for three days. Poor guy, didn't go to the chasana with us. You know, he really needs the medicine. He has no way out of bed. And he has to make a whole story in his head to figure out, you know, okay, let's stop the van. Let's go, let's go on a detour, boys. We're going to have to go to CVS in order to, to get him some, the medicine that he needs. But he has to, and he has to tell everyone, you know, that kid, you know, Joe Schmo, that he's been in bed for three days and he looks terrible and he finally has a prescription for medicine. He asks us to please stop by the CVS to pick up the medicine. I know everyone wants to get home and everyone's tired and whatever, but, you know, I think we should, you know, do you mind if we just stop just for, you know, five minutes to get him the medicine? Everyone's like, yeah, of course, you know, we'll, you know, we'll get him the medicine. He's so sad. He didn't get to go to the chasana with us. He didn't get to the, he's poor, poor kid. He's in the bed. But if he says, you know, can you stop by the store to pick up a, a, a stick of gum for me? Because I like chewing gum. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? Come on. This is the idea here. Right? But when you ask the king for a present while he's there amongst all of his treasures, lo He's not going to like pay attention so much. If you're anyway in CVS and you say, look, I paid for the medicine already, right? Can, can you just pick it up for me? So, yeah, sure, I'm in CVS anyway. Why not? I'll pick it up, you know. So this is the idea here. So this is what Rabbi Pinchas bin Yair said when he said that we don't know how to be the shame. If we would know better 
how to be mechavin b'shem. Mechavin Hashem ha'moyre al mohusa va'atz musa yizbarach. Namely, that obviously we're talking about Hashem. We're not talking about any midah or anything like that. We're talking about Hashem. However, however, when he's mislabish in a particular midah, right, and that midah is dafka the way to go, he's already at CVS. And you ask him anyway, do me a favor, as long as you're there, pick up this thing for me. So he says, okay. Right? So then he'll answer you very quickly. It's not such a big deal. We, we, it, it's right there. It's an easy thing to do. Everyone wants to do a, a favor for someone else, especially if it's an easy favor. If it's a hard favor, so you think 10 times before you say yes. Is that the right way or the wrong way? It's irrelevant whether it's right or wrong. It's just human nature. It's just the way it is. You think and you think, uh, really, you really need me to go right now? You know, maybe later, maybe uh, maybe someone else is going, maybe, uh, right? That's the thing. Now we can understand this whole concept of dafka, right? Dafka, that it's to him and not to his midos. That that's what we're talking about. So now we could also answer that what does it mean to be mechavim b'shem? It means mamish thinking about Hashem Himself, right? That is the bottom line. You're thinking about Hashem, but you're thinking about Hashem the way He's in His treasure house of now, and now He's in His war room, and now He's in His this, and now He's, in, and that's that's the idea of the of the Shmona Esrei. The Shmona Esrei are each one of those different. Brachas are referring to a different sphera. They're referring to a different, a whole different energy. When we say slach lanu, avinu ki chatanu, right? We're not asking him to be in a state of gvura. That we're talking about when he's in a state of chesed, right? We made mistakes, we did things wrong, you know. But when your unbelievable kindness, you forgive me, thank you, Hashem, right? These are the ideas with each, with each of the different brachas of Shemona Esrei. That each bracha is a different, a different road, so to speak, for Hashem to interface with us. Yeah, Moshe. Uh, if that was the point, why did the author of the not include uh, the names in his sitter? That's very. That's that was. That's a major question, right? That's what you were. You heard the class from yesterday. No. Oh. <laughs> That's what we were talking about yesterday. In general, we don't, right, the only place in Sidurim Dach, right, the Siddur that I showed you yesterday, the Lubavitcher Siddur, that's the only place that has any type of hint to this, right, that it does have there. And, and, and apparently people, I don't know if the Rebbeim were upset, someone was upset that they, that they printed it that way, that they have under every Yudke Vavke of the, of the Shemona Esri a different Nikud. Right, I showed you the different Nikudim yesterday when I was uh, showing you in the class, right? So this is, this, is, this is the point. So we're going to get to the next question on the next paragraph. And the question is, there's a major shaila on this whole thing, right? From, the, from other Rishonim, right? That say, uh, not other Rishonim, but Rishonim, that they argue this question. And they say, wait a minute, who says that this is the way we should be davening? Maybe the way to daven, and I mean, I'm giving you away, it's a little coming attractions for tomorrow's class, right? But maybe the way you should daven is al dasa tinok, a baby, 
The baby doesn't ask his mother and tell his mother which direction to give him the milk or to give him the this or to give him that. He just says, Mommy, please help me. And he realizes that the mother is going to have enough brains to be able to figure out that the kid needs to be picked up or needs milk or needs whatever, whatever the kid needs. So maybe that's the way that we should be davening. We have to tell the Abishter uh, directions. Okay, Hashem, now go through Chachma. Okay, now go through Chesed. Okay, now go th- he knows better than me. So what's the deal with this whole thing? Why are we even going? Why are we even getting involved in this whole story? Don't forget it. Why should we get? We don't. We shouldn't get involved in this at all. Just think, Hashem, help. Hashem doesn't know the direction how to help me. He knows better than me how to the direction to help me. Infinitely greater. This is a major question. This is the question that we're going to deal with tomorrow. Okay, but so stay tuned for that. So let's just read the parentheses and then we'll, then we'll stop for today. What does it mean, however, the other point that was brought out in the beginning of the paragraph is to cleave to his midos. What does that mean? That just like the Abishter is merciful, so also I should be merciful. This is a totally different concept. This is the mitzvah of the vekas. This is the way we are manhig. This is the way we conduct ourselves with the other creations. And even Talmud Torah, this is similar to this. Right? To cleave to his Chachmah. Because in the Chachmah of the Torah is dwelling the Orensof. The Chachmah of the Abishter himself. Another way of looking at it is that maybe we should be calling out to him and not to his midosab, is maybe we should be calling out to the way he is before he's mislabish. That's what I was referring to before, in his midos. Which is the tefila of Krishma, which comes before Shemona Esrei. Right? And even we could say maybe really a different type of tefillah is Yesh l'chavin came ba'amr barachata Hashem. Maybe that's what we should be thinking about when we say barachata Hashem. The way he is before he's mislabish in, in the names. The ata, namely when you say ata, hainu l'mahusavatzmuso. When you say you, you're not referring to you as a this or as that or as, as a plumber or as an electrician or whatever. You're just saying you. Kamoshu terem islab shusabamidosav. Mainly before he's enclosed in his midos. She ain't shame moira alav rag ba'amru ata lenuchach. Right? Because over there you can't have a name. You're just saying you. You means you. Means that's it. In second person. You. That's it. Ba'havaya hu kamosha hu mislabish hachachach v'midos ahi. On the other hand, then you say havaya. Then already he's enclosing himself into a, into a midah. So maybe baruch means to bend down, to bring, draw down, because that's the Indian of baruch. Baruch is the Indian of drawing down something. Ata means you, the way Hashem is before he is mislabish in Amida. Havaya, which is the way the Nikud is in terms of a particular Amida or a particular Svira, the way he is mislabish in Chachma, Chesed, whatever it is. And maybe that's what we're talking about. Shivracha, Hoshem, Havaya, Benikud, Patak, Vachachma, Tseire, Babina, Segel, Bechesed, etc., etc. Kapish? So we have to do a little bit more investigation here and discussion and to understand what it is that we are supposed to be doing during our davening. Amit Hashem, we will continue tomorrow.